Hi, I'm Ashley Chandler, adolescent and parent educator, and I'm on a mission to help middle schoolers and parents carve a more seamless path through these often turbulent years. Imagine having the beliefs, strategies, and support you both need, and feeling confidence and connection beyond your wildest dreams. This podcast aims to bring you these things each week by integrating the art, science, and soul of raising an early adolescent. If you're ready to elevate adolescence, listen in now. It is just after 10 a.m. on a Tuesday, and I am racing down Route 1 in College Park, Maryland. The check engine light is on, the car tax sticker on my windshield has expired, the cell phone I'd just been using to talk to one of my kids' teachers has disappeared into the seat crack, and I'm late. I screech into the crowded University of Maryland parking garage and wind ever higher until at last I find my spot on the top deck. My palms are sweating, my breath is shallow, my heart races, and I feel slightly sick. I throw the car into park, fumble ineptly with the parking ticket machine, and race down the stairs. Only later in revisiting this frantic day in my memory will I realize that the sky had been that poignant shade of autumn blue and the leaves tinted with red. But as I live it, the stress hormones coursing through my veins tense my entire body and collapse my vision into a narrow, dizzying tunnel because I am filled with dread. This is the day I have been avoiding for more than a year. Today, I am meeting with John Robinson, a sociologist who for more than half a century has studied the way people spend their most precious, non-renewable resource, time. This is an excerpt from Overwhelmed, Work, Love, and Play When No One Has the Time by Bridget, Bridget Schultz. She is a Washington, an award-winning journalist for the Washington Post and a harried mother of two. When she began her journey to rediscover leisure, when she realized her life was becoming like the dream I keep having about trying to run a race wearing ski boots, this cracked me up. So she had actually been assigned this project to work with John Robinson, an award-winning sociologist, and she goes on to say, I put it off for months. Part of me wanted to prove Robinson wrong. Some days I felt so overwhelmed I could barely breathe. But honestly, I was more afraid than angry. What if Father Time was right? What if he found that I was squandering my time, frittering away those precious Buddhist moments, wasting my life, one, wasting my one and only life? What if I did have 30 hours of leisure time and was simply too stressed out, disorganized, neurotic, or, or something, I don't know, to notice? Working and becoming a mother had just pushed me over the edge. So I had to wonder, was it just me? Were other people more focused, better organized, or just plain better at figuring out how to make time to do good work and be a good parent? Fold the laundry And as our Declaration of Independence spells out, pursue happiness in their abundant leisure time. I asked friends. They asked their friends. I sent out queries to listservs and on social media looking for moms with leisure time. And I got answers back that look like this one. If you find her, I think I'd probably put her in a museum next to Bigfoot, a unicorn, a mermaid, and a politician who doesn't play dirty. I honestly think the only moms who have leisure time also have quote-unquote staff. I manage about five hours a week for working out, but that's not really leisure. It's just less, less expensive than therapy. Goes on to say, as I began to think more about leisure time, I realized that if I kept putting it off, like I was waiting to reach some tipping point, 
if I could just finish picking all the weeds, chopping the invasive bamboo, cleaning out the crayons and shark teeth and math papers and toys and bits of shells and rocks and two small clothes in the kid's closet, buy more cat food, fix the coffee pot, complete the story assignment, pay these bills, fill out these forms, make that phone call, send this wedding present five months late, then and only then could I sit down and read a book as if leisure time was something I needed to earn. Did I somehow absorb the idea that becoming an adult, a mother, a father, meant giving up time for the things that give you joy? I talked to mothers who said they loved, they both loved and dreaded the holidays. Gosh, have we all been there? They both longed for and loathed vacations. I'm raising my hand over here. So much work, they said. And even when it appeared on the outside as if they were all having fun, going to the pool, or taking a family bike ride, on the inside, they said, they were often preoccupied. They were thinking about the carpool they needed to set up, worrying about the homework that was due, the groceries to buy, and all the while taking emotional temperatures and making sure everyone else was happy. Their brains whirred in perpetual logistics mode. I thought of the stressed out working mom Tina Fey played in date night. Her leisure fantasy? To be in a hotel room with clean sheets, completely alone, drinking a diet Sprite. Oh my gosh. I had I actually gotten this book as a gift back in 2014 when it came out after my son was born and my daughter was only three years old. And how relevant is that excerpt today? We are living in 2021 in the midst of a pandemic. I look around and I see so many parents and middle school students back in the grind, likely wishing they could just be alone in an air-conditioned, COVID-free, clean-sheeted hotel room with their beverage of choice. Busy schedules, stressed expectations, greater responsibilities, while still feeling pressure to keep ourselves and our families safe and healthy. Being the calm, responsible, organized glue that our kids are always turning to. We've got to hold it together. In today's headline, stressors are compounding for so many of us tween and teen parents and educators. I'd be lying if I said I hadn't fantasized about moving to a remote village with no access to technology or news or work or life. It's a lot. This is why I preach from the highest mountaintop the importance of parents taking care of themselves and simplifying where you can. You're in the first month of school, and if you've experienced any overwhelm, anxiety, or stress, ask yourself, is this the best way to live? Is this how you want to live? I know I'm asking myself that when I get caught up in that rat race. There has to be a better way. Instead of piling more things on, I realize so much, and I, again, share this with every parent I work with, the power in living simply. Simplify where you can. One way I recommend you do this is through a systems refresh. So system can feel like computer techie speak, but when I say system in terms of your middle school parenting journey, what I'm really describing is a set of things that work together to support a greater whole or greater good. 
In other words, what you prioritize and put into process along with setting boundaries to get the outcome you want. So I have a few questions for you. How do you want to feel in the morning? Okay, so what systems can you set up to help you feel that way? How do you want to feel in your work? What changes or decisions can you make today to support this feeling? Examining daily life systems and routines helps filter through some of the extras that are on our plate or that we say yes to that just are not necessary to get to that ideal feeling. What is your family's morning routine? What's your evening routine? What systems do you have for homework, for laundry, for your schedules? What else can you think of? Are you prioritizing exercise and maybe meal planning would be a good thing or maybe that feels like work, that feels like another to-do? Or what's your system for mental health? So these are all examples of things that you're going through even if you didn't say yes to them, no matter what, you're experiencing them every single day. And this is not to say you've got to look at all these things and Gemini Snickets, more to-dos? No, just identify your top pain point and start there. If you feel anxious or overwhelmed by anything, here are some questions to get your systems refresh kickstarted. What is bare bones essential to this process? So often we overcomplicate or overschedule, and this just adds unneeded stress and anxiety to our plates. Another question, what makes me feel better when I do it. And when I say better, not just in the immediate, but for the long term. So never underestimate the power of how you feel when you do something. If you like doing laundry and listening to podcasts, by all means, prioritize that, right? What can you delegate? Similarly, there are things that must be done, but you can likely delegate to other people in your family or your middle schooler, and you don't need to do it all alone. Lastly, where do other people need to be in the no more? What are you taking on that you are not communicating? Sometimes I think I tell people things and either I didn't or they didn't hear me or I said it, but they don't care, right? So make sure you're being clear in your communication. Once you figure out an area you want to change, you got to communicate this clearly to everyone else in the house. So start here with simplifying, focus on what brings you some joy, what you can take off your plate, and where you can improve your communication. And you've got yourself a systems refresh that will improve your quality of life during this back-to-school transition. So I'm going to be reading this book more, and I will report back. Again, I got basically an intuitive hit. I'm like, I am doing a podcast about this because I know this is so prevalent right now and we all feel it so intensely. And I realized I've got this book I've never read because I've been too busy, quote unquote. Who wants to read a book about feeling overwhelmed when you're already overwhelmed, right? I picked it up. I read those first few pages and I thought I have to share this with my middle school families and and my listeners. We can get off this hamster wheel and be a strong model 
for our families, for ourselves, for our adolescent kids, even when the world is telling us differently or expecting otherwise. So speaking of a systems refresh, I've got something special that's happening right now that's all around systems to improve your life. So if you want some help or to begin to see how this could apply to your own life, I really, really, really do not want you to miss my free back-to-school masterclass for parents, my top three systems for parents to say goodbye to overwhelm and hello to success this school year. I promise you, you, I know you're busy. I promise to make this worth your time and to get you focused on these foundational systems that truly improve your quality of life. And honestly, full transparency, I'm also going to be sharing something a way that you can work with me around this in an even larger context because I have officially opened the doors to my digital course, Middle School Success for Parents. So I'm going to be sharing information about that as well. I'm so excited. Again, this is an opportunity to really get clear about how you can feel successful and I'm going to be diving deep and explaining that too. You've heard me say it before, you can only control so much. So I'm here to help you bring focus to the top systems, the ways you can feel successful that I teach middle school parents I work with and that will provide the support you truly need right now. My dog says hi. He's barking in the background. Life is complicated. Life is layered. It's never perfect. Also, if you haven't already, make sure to sign up for my weekly emails where I share insights and insider info I don't share anywhere else. Remember, Parenting a middle schooler is not for the faint of heart, but you were made for each other. If you commit to showing up each day for yourself and for them, your lives will change for the better. Thank you so much for listening to the Elevated Adolescence Podcast. If you liked this episode, please subscribe and share so more people like you can be elevated through these middle school years. It truly takes a village. Until next time, be well. Be well.